welcome to the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media. This is the post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. Remember, fans, whenever or before they drop the puck, before they throw first pitch, before we tip off, and before, or before they kick off, we bring to you the post, the pre-game show, and then the post-game show follows right afterwards. Now, let's get to your host, Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners studio. Go win a hockey game. It's the post game show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the post game show. It's uh, it's your host Scott McGregor in the studio with you for for the post game show with the Blackhawks and the Penguins. Now that right there was uh, Evgeny Malkin's son Nikita reading the starting lineup for the. Tr- for the Pittsburgh Penguins ahead of the game. As Evgeny Malkin played in his 1,000th career NHL hockey game, we are going to hear from Malkin. We are going to hear from Sid. We are going to hear from 
Mike Sullivan. And we also have a bold penguin to get to. And no surprise, it'll be the man we're going to hear from. But we got highlights to get to. We got some stuff to hear. We got the Blackhawks to hear from. We will hear from Blackhawks. We will hear from the Blackhawks. On their end of the ice. Before we hear from them, though, it was a it was a special night in Chicago, but it's a little bit bit bittersweet since they did not get the W. It's a little bit bittersweet since they did not get the win. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking bittersweet because. They retired the number 81, reminding us that in Chicago, there is only one number 81. Marianne Hossa's Jersey Retirement Ceremony. You know what? Let's, let's have a listen to that before we have a listen to the highlights here. I am your host, Scott McGregor. It's time to recap this hockey game but before we recap this hockey game let's revisit some of the best moments in this game uh that happened before the game we already heard Nikita from the pittsburgh penguins read out the lineup for his dad evgeny malkin number 61 sorry 71 but there were more moments to there were more moments to there were more moments to enjoy and this what i'm about to re what i'm about to show you right now is just one of those moments Barring the ad. We're going to get the ad out of the way here. All right, here we go. All right, Hoss. We'd like to have you and your family head over to the banner that will be raised for the Raptors. My left. Forever cementing your legacy as one of, one of the all-time great Chicago Blackhawks. Chicago Blackhawks, there is only one 
number 81.
Alrighty, there he is, Marianne Hosa. Marianne Hosa. His jersey was retired on Sunday night, which was a Grey Cup night. But uh, we are talking here hockey. So, without any further ado, let's get down to the highlights. And uh, I'm just going to make sure that we have enough uh, good volume here. Okay, that should do it. I don't want to be too loud. All right, here we go. Here are the highlights from Marion Hosta Night. From Marion Hosta Night in Chicago for the Penguins and the Blackhawks. coming up. Let's take a look at the game. And let's take a look at the game stats first before we take a look at our scoring summary. Penguins had 25 shots on goal to their to their uh, way to victory today. 32 shots on goal for the Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks hit the Penguins 23 times. 19 times the Penguins hit the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks were 0 for 4 on the power play. Penguins 0 for 2. They, the Blackhawks won 28 faceoffs to the Penguins 34. Penguins spent 18 minutes in the box, 14 for the Chicago Blackhawks. Pens gave the puck away nine times, but they took it away 15 times. And sixteen were taken. Sixteen of those pucks were taken away by the Blackhawks. Six 
of those were giveaways for the Blackhawks. We're still not back to highlights yet, so let's take a look at the game summary. Brock McGinn, as you just heard, a minute and four seconds in, grabs his sixth of the season with Raquel, his fifth, and Crosby, his 15th of the year. Well, Raquel and Crosby, 15, and and his fifth, or, and fifth assist of the year. And then Mr. 1,000 career, Evgeny Malkin, kicks off the second period, as we're about to hear, with a goal. Uh, in a moment, he kicks it off with his eighth goal. Ryan pulling his second or his third assist of the season. POJ Pierre, Pierre Oliver Joseph fifth assist of the season. Malkin's eighth goal of the season at 2:27 into the second period. Ricard Raquel his eighth of the season at 4:07. Sidney Crosby gets his 16th assist. Marcus Pedersen gets his ninth. Gets his ninth. Then here come the Blackhawks. Drew Har Carrara, his second of the season at 9.39. Jason Dixon, his fourth assist. Patrick Kane, third of the year at 16.36. Jonathan Taves, fourth, goal, fourth assist of the season. Connor Murphy, first assist of the year. We are back, but just let me get over the. Just let me get over, uh, the, the scoring summary here. We're gonna get the penalty summary after the highlights. Taves with his fourth assist of the year on the Kane goal on the on Kane's third of the year, third goal of the year. Connor Murphy his first. Philip Rougev gets his third of the year. As a Blackhawk at 15:49 into the third period, and we are tied. But then Sidney Crosby, your captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Sid the Kid, gets his tenth goal of the season at 16:40 at 16:46, with the assist of Jake Gin Gensel, his eighth, and Chris Letang, his ninth. Gensel his eighth assist of the of the season, Latang his ninth of the season, and then Latang gets his tenth of the season of the season as Crosby gets his seventeenth assist of the season, on the Jeff Carter third goal empty netter at nineteen forty three to go in the period. Look at the penalties in just a little bit. But first, back to the highlights. Came back to Hanna early in that first period. They started to clean it up a little bit, started to get some opportunities. Hawks control the second period face off. Chris Foster's Troy Murray and the boot Colby Cohen between the benches. Joseph and Paling now, the native of Minnesota, scored a goal against the Minnesota Wild two games ago. Paling in front for Malkin, score! A goal for Evgeny Malkin in his 1,000th game, and the Penguins up 2-0. 
opens up a lot of opportunities. Team down the wing, Mitchell cuts him off, but nobody picks him up. You look at Sonority in front of the net there, and he's looking at the play, but he's not recognizing what's behind him. Dickinson a little bit slow to react to Malkin. This is a jam play that doesn't give the goaltender a whole lot of opportunity. Bang, bang, it's in the back. Mitchell. Here's Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane backhand shot is saved by DeSmith. Latang snap pass. Raquel blasts one off the post on a feed from Gensel, who's got the puck now. Crosby to the line. Marcus Pedersen back to Crosby. Across for Raquel. A shot to score, and it's 3-0 Pittsburgh. Look at Radish. Pedersen moves it down. Radish is coming across. He's got his back to the play. He turns around. Kurashev not recognizing that passing lane. Get another look at this. Just some confusion of who's going where. His nickname is the Dragon. Latang with the hit on Jason Dickinson. Yeah, that, that's got to be interference. Here's Dickinson in front. Sweeps for Carroll. They score! Hawks on the board in the second. job on the forecheck. You see Latang. This is interference. There's no question about it. The referee's standing right there looking at it. Penguins turn it over. Dickinson drives hard to the front of the net. Kara is right there behind him to get his second goal of the season. Nice job by Dickinson to force the goaltender Casey DeSmith to the other side of the crease to follow him and then throw it back into the open area. Nice little tap in. Murphy tries to shake Brian Rust. Taves with Kane in front. Shot score! Patrick Kane from Jonathan Taves. And it's a one-goal game. The last 47 shots for Kane coming into this game. A nice little backhand dish. Kane throws it right onto the bar. Taves isn't 100% sold that this puck goes in. He goes after it, but... Kane knows it is. Kater actually catches this pass on edge, so the puck is on its side as Kater keeps it on its side and uses it. And remember, the Hawks begin the period on the penalty kill, rather a four-on-four, four, excuse me. Chris Letang was called for slashing right as the second period ended. Mitchell jumps in behind the net. He picks up the puck again. Mitchell turns on the goal line. Mitchell in the crease. Loose puck. And there's Carter to clear it. All right, back for the finish of the highlights in just a moment. So let's get a look at our penalty summary here. To kick us off in the first period, it's a penalty for Josh Archibald at 10.05 for slashing. He goes for slashing. Gensel for the Penguins went in the second period at 15.27 for hooking. Max Domi, 16.05 for slashing as well. Sorry, Gensel went for hooking. Max Domi went for slashing a couple minutes later at 16.05. At 18.54, it was Connor Murphy going for high sticking. And then right as the second period ended, you just heard it, 
from the broadcasters, the man who called the game. The man who called the game. We're going to get to the highlights back in the highlights in just a minute, but uh, you heard them call it. Chris Letang went for slashing at the 20 minute mark. Jason Zucker in the third period went for fifth for at 558 for hooking. And then Bluger and Reese Johnson both were given 10 minutes at 1943 for game misconduct. So they left the game, and I don't believe they returned at that point in the game. All right, back to the highlights here. Excuse me, McGinn, and what a save by Soderblom. Not looking to set it up, not worried about working it back. Oh, turnover. Bluger, shorthanded for Paling. Save Soderblom. Jonathan Taves just... Yomi looking for it. Joseph whacks at it. Jack Johnson taken at center by Rust. And here's Sidney Crosby. Crosby for Rust. What a save by Soderblom. Numbers don't get retired very often in Chicago. But there were two that night. There's another tonight, 34 years later. Philip Kurashev thrown into the crease and a score! Holy cow! You see Radish going in there, forces the turnover. Kershev just throwing it to the front of the net. Goes off the left skate of the goaltender to Smith. Because he's not prepared for that little play line. Kershev is going 12 games for Kershev. He's excited. Hawks are excited. Bounces off the skate and in the net. Crosby in front for Kensel. Latang keeps it in. Blocked by Athanasiu. Domi after the puck. Latang has it at center. Pittsburgh re-enters. Crosby blocked by Jones. Second try. Crosby, he scores! Unbelievable. Sidney Crosby. Penguins, rather than playing defensive, are back into this game as far as a tie score. They're going to push a little bit harder on offense. Sidney Crosby, his third opportunity towards the front of the net, takes two shots and then picks up his own rebound. Hit behind Caleb Jones, goes to the backhand. Jones, Domi, Jones in front, knocked out. Squirming puck, dropped down by Domi. He feeds Kane. Kane for Kurashev. And DeSmith bluffs the puck. Domi, Mitchell, Kane. Latang batted down by Mitchell. Puck free at center with 20 seconds left. Crosby, Carter, empty netter. Pens go up 5-3. It's a four-point night for Sidney Crosby as he assists on the empty net goal for Jeff Carter. Penguin. Fight it out of the zone. Mitchell tries to bat it down. Crosby works his way through and just deflects this up to Carter. Picks up his third goal of the season. Great level of compete by Luke Richardson's team, especially coming off a lopsided loss 24 hours ago in Boston. But it is hard to win in the NHL, especially against a team captained by Sidney Crosby.
especially against a team captain like Kit, like Sidney Crosby. It is hard to win in the NHL. You heard. Uh, we're gonna get to three stars. We're gonna hear from the head coaches. We will hear from Malkin. We will hear from Crosby. But before we actually hear from head coaches and we hear from Crosby and Malkin and and guys that we have on the Chicago Blackhawks, why not? Why not let Malkin lead us off and we'll let the Bold Penguin also take over first before we do that? But as you but as you heard in our opening of this segment, Malkin's son, Nikita, read the starting lineup for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then early or and then before we got to highlights, we we uh showed the video of Marianne Hosa, number 81, being retired. So here we go. Here's the bull penguin. Here's the bull penguin of the game. Of the game, barring our. Barring any distractions from an ad. Just uh, make sure that we get it all good. Okay, there it is. Let me make sure that we get it on here. Okay, we're good to go. Here we go. Bold penguin of the game. Great road trip, Quinn. That was a game. A big oh, goal. Oh, yeah. himself, Evgeny Malkin. What do you say we hear from the man himself, Evgeny Malkin? I think we shall, shall we? Barring the ad again. Trying to make sure that I get it as quickly as possible. We have two versions of the head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. We're only going to listen to the one and then move over to the players in our second segment alongside Sidney Crosby. We are going to listen to Malkin. We're going to listen to the head coach of the of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike Sullivan. We are going to hear from head coach of the we're going to hear from head coach of the Chicago of the Chicago Blackhawks and then basically it'll be Sid and the players that we have for the Chicago Blackhawks in Kane, Mitchell, 
and crusade. Right after the game. But first, here is the man himself, Mr. 1000th Game. This is the first time you've won in Chicago since 2009. Just what was it about this, this building that made it that hard? Oh, I mean, it's broken bad record, uh, and, uh, yeah. I was afraid of that. All right. We're here from Malkin in just a second. We're here from Malkin in just a second. Let's hear from the other side and hear the head coach. Of, And hear the head coach of... Uh, of the Chicago Blackhawks after the game. Here is head coach Luke Richardson after the game. Worked to overcome a 3 nothing lead. You tie it up and then just like that, the yeah. not a goal again. And how frustrating it is. It's a dynamic like that. Oh, no, it's frustrating. I know the guys are really frustrated. They put a lot of... Okay, we're not getting any better here. Let's try this again. Worked to overcome a three nothing lead, you tie it up, and then just like that, the yeah. down a goal again. And hey, how frustrating is a, a dynamic like that? Oh no, it's frustrating. I know the guys are really frustrated. They put a lot of work in. I know it's a much better game. I know we got down three nothing, but we were really happy with the way the guys were playing harder through their their checks and their sticks and uh, creating a lot of more uh, ozone time for us. And uh, unfortunately, we played fine. It's really difficult, but give them credit, they came back. And unfortunately, we just got to. Make sure we are able to sustain that right to the end and, and maybe try and catch our breath like I talked about before. It takes a lot coming back like that. So we got to make sure we got to somehow give ourselves a chance to get the overtime, get a point, and then and then be able to get another gear again after that for looking for the second. You talked earlier this season about how nice to teach after a win. All right, we're going to let it play out and see how things go down. This is kind of the opposite situation where they did a lot of things right, but then you don't get the win to kind of reward it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think in the NHL you reward any kind of loss, but uh, I think, yeah, you're right. Like, I think there's, there's positives for sure compared to last night. I think last night was one of the first nights that we didn't see, seem to have, like, the energy uh, to put up that fight all game, even though it might have looked aesthetically a little better in the third, but... Uh, you know, it's a different game. It's easy to play when it's four, four, five, one. But uh, I thought tonight, uh, the guys right from the start. You know, I thought we played well, and they got a they got a balance on a on a line rush uh, against, and uh, they scored. And then I thought we still played well, and then they obviously got their their uh, two bang bang in the sec in second, and that kind of. You know, I mean, I, I was hoping that our guys would react how they did, and I think we, we, we did. We put a nice push on, and I thought, uh, you know, the 4-4 four and four goal was really special to watch, and I think that gave us a really big lift uh, for the third. And then, you know, Kershaw's been skating well all year, and it was nice to see him get rewarded. You know, it was a little bit of a lucky, but you got to shoot the puck to be lucky, and even if it's at a bad angle. So that was nice. And uh, unfortunately, you know, just um giving up that fourth goal that that hurt and i we still you know created some opportunities with the with the goalie out and uh, we unfortunately we just they're a hard team and we just couldn't get that second chance to get it 
Things like that's happened on a few occasions, that quick response goal. Is that something teams do to try to catch you with your guard down? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's in their game plan. I think their game plan obviously is to, uh, you know, try and I'm, I'm sure we've there's been games where if they were pre-scouted us they've seen us have some extended shifts in our, our d zone and i'm sure that's what they want to do but that's what we do to the other teams and i thought we did a better job of that tonight i don't know if it's anybody's game plan it, it's more for us to make sure that it doesn't become a, a too big of a rhythm you know we got to make sure that we talked about it before like no matter who scores whether we score or they score but tonight even when we scored in the third period to tie it up we got to make sure the next shifts are and not give them a chance to to go ahead. So that's something that we, you know, you know, uh, I think a, a young team still, you know, not young in age, everybody, but a young team together is still working on. And um, yeah, I don't think that uh, teams see us as fragile because I think we have a pretty good work ethic. But uh, definitely that, uh, you know, start of games, we're, I thought we were better tonight. Other than, you know, they got a break on the goal. I thought we still persevered in the first period and, and outshot them, which was nice to see the guys uh, have uh, a lot more ozone time than the other team for a change. A lot more ozone time than a lot of the other guys for a change. And there's some more there for Richardson. We only listen to the creating op opportunities for the ozone. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna listen to this in just a second, but let's do Malkin and then we'll get Sol Mike Sullivan set up. As we hear the second that we're going to hear from Rick, Rick from Luke Richardson. So here is Evgeny Malkin, Mr. 1000th game. Again, congratulations to Gino on that as well. I mean, it's broken bad records, uh, and uh, yeah, it's like again I tell you, like it's emotional night. We never win here, like long time. I mean, and like it's like so loud here, like it's like fans love hockey, like uh, like special night Hossa, Marin Hossa. It's like I mean, it's like crazy nights. Like and like I have we have breakfast in the morning with Hossa, you know with. All right. Gonna let it run for just a second here before we continue to play Malkin. But he's talking about Marianne Hosa night. It's a crazy night. Let's see what else he's got. Like a uh, little bit talk uh, in this morning, and you know, it's like again, like it's like crazy day, and like uh, I'm glad we win. I'm glad it's it's over, but a little bit ceremony when we're back to home for sure. But it's again, it's a great memory for me for sure and my family. Uh, 
No, uh, you like I believe my most goals, and I of course I believe like we play against the Jersey, and I score like against uh, Martin Brodor. You know, it's like again, like it's time to run quick. It's amazing, you know. Like it's like I feel like it's like yesterday I play like my first game, and like tonight is first game. It's just like crazy how fast I'm like running, you know. But lots of good memories. I'm like lots. My contract is here, you know, it's like St. Petersburg. Amazing organization, you know, and like, again, we have a chance, like, uh, fight through, like, every game, fight to playoffs, you know, and I hope we can play final, you know. Again, we have great guys here in locker room. Great guys here in the locker room. All right, Sid. Coming up after Mike Sullivan. But first, let's hear our second opportunity at Luke Richardson, head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. So here he is once again. Oh, never mind. It's the same thing. In that case, we'll get Mike Sullivan set up. And while we do, I'm going to get the players set up. It's the same thing. I just didn't notice that. So the first person we are going to hear from after we hear from Crosby to kick off our players segment in our second segment is Ian Mitchell. First, we've got head coach Mike Sullivan. So let's hear what Mike had to say after the game. And then we got Crosby when we continue. In our second segment, this will be the shake of the game and the three stars. So, this is our a special recap edition of the Sports for Beginners podcast, which is a why it will also be or it will be known as a it will be known as a special bonus episode. I mean, all of the episodes that are post-game and pre-game are special, but this one is really, really special because we're recapping the night that the Penguins win on a special night, a, I guess a bittersweet night for Marianne Hosa and the Chicago Blackhawks. All the same, it was a historic night. Mal Evgeny Malkin plays in his 1,000th career game. And Marianne Hosa's number 81 goes to the Raptors at the United Center. Just a special night. And uh, you, can, you can go back in this, um, in this episode to when we revealed the video of Hosa getting his number 81 rose to the Raptors at the United Center. 
after you finish listening to this episode or if you want to go back a bit before. But anyways, here is Mike Sullivan after the game. For getting Morgan finally score a goal in the front house. But you guys are hopefully get a victory. It appears to be a really important time for you guys. Well, I think it means a lot to him. You know, uh, this this milestone is, is quite an accomplishment. There aren't too many players that play in this league that, that accomplish playing a thousand games, never mind playing a thousand games for a single franchise. We all know what Gino means to the city of Pittsburgh and this organization and the legacy that he's built. So I know it was a special night for him. Uh, his family was here to celebrate it with him, which was terrific. And uh, and and I think it just it just makes the experience that much more memorable. The fact that we could come out and win, and win call for sure. Uh, you know, maybe 20 years from now, they're they're, they're not going to uh, they're not going to be as concerned about how we won. It's more about the fact that we won. So. I'm happy for him. I think so. You know, those guys, you know, they have such a great relationship and they built such a legacy together. I, I just think when, and, and they all, it just seems like all these milestones, they're all reaching them, um, you know, together. And, and you know, it, who's, who's up next? I'm not sure, but it, it just seems like they're at this the stage in their career where they're, um, you know, they're approaching so many milestones that every time we turn around, one of us accomplishing something else. It just speaks volumes for, uh, you know, for the players they are and what they've accomplished in Pittsburgh as Pittsburgh Penguins. They've, they have an impressive legacy. And, you know, I, I think they're, you know, they're, they're the, the, the greatest core that, that I've been, ever been around, that's for sure. Is that kind of the takeaway tonight, that the details weren't as important as the emotion and the, I don't know, the, the monument of tonight? It was an emotional game, I think, for everyone. Um, because everyone knows what it means Gino. It was particularly emotional for Gino. Um, I don't think that excuses the fact that we, that we have to be better in, in a lot of areas of our game. And we all know that the standard is higher than, uh, than the way we played out there tonight. But I give the players, you know, um, a lot of credit for finding a way to win and uh, you know, in the third period in particular, at, when they when they scored to tie it, uh, you know, I, I just thought the response was was terrific. Sid's line to come back and score, and and then we defended the lead pretty hard down the stretch. So, um, you know, it, it, I, I'm not sure what uh, how to digest this one or how to assess this one, and uh, but we certainly we're pleased with the result. Yeah, so we. Well, we already had to grow them till Christmas time. Now I guess we got to go to the Winter Classic. So that was the that was the deal we we cut with the players if if we got all three on this road trip. And uh, so we've got to we've got to live live up to our end of the bargain, I guess. Uh, I you know obviously it, the, the numbers speak for itself. He was uh, he was tremendous. Uh, you know he just has the ability to. To elevate his game at key times, and uh, and a lot of times he's he's the difference. Uh, you know, you, you saw what he did late in the game, and that's what he's capable of. Alrighty, Sid coming up in our second segment as we lead off to hear Mitchell. We hear from 
Yvette, we hear from Patrick Kane. We hear from Crusade. To wrap up our reactions, those are coming up when we continue on the podcast in our second segment. But before all of that, we will take a break. Do the three stars when we come back. Hear from the players. And lead us into the shake of the game. Yes, so we'll hear from the players after the three stars. Including people I just mentioned. Crosby, Mitchell, Grushevich, and Patrick Kane. Kane, of course, before Krusevich. All coming up after our three stars. The Penguins win. It's a three, it's a perfect road trip for the Penguins. And just before we wrap up our first segment, the goaltending, the winner, the winning goaltender is Casey DeSmith, his third win out of four losses and an overtime loss. The losing goaltender is Soderblom. Let me just make sure I have the name correct here. For the Chicago Black for the Chicago Blackhawks. Their their uh, goaltender tonight. Or I should say as of the recording of this podcast last night. Their uh, goaltending, their goaltender here, the loser, or the losing goaltender here is Casey DeSmith, 3-4-1 with the win. 2-4-1 with with the loss is the goaltender for the Chicago Blackhawks. And that guy's name is Abrid Soderblom. He is now two four and one with tonight's with Sunday night's loss, I should say. We'll get to what's coming up for the Penguins. Which, by the way, it's kind of a back to back to wrap up November. Because they will play another game at home after their back to back wraps up on Saturday. That is this Saturday coming up, the 26th of November. More on that in a little bit. Game-winning goal goes to Sidney Crosby, the captain of the Penguins. More in a moment, including the three stars. Sidney Crosby, 
Ian Mitchell, Patrick Kane, and the man who scored one, who also scored in this game, Philip Grugev, his third goal as a black, his third goal of the season was, and it also was the game tire until Sidney Crosby said, not in, not on my watch. And won the game for the Penguins. We continue in just a moment. Okay, people, take a break. Shut down for a half hour. Yes, we will take a break, and we'll be right back to the show with Scott McGregor. Post-game, pre-game, whatever you want to call it, we'll be right back. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, makes On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world, On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays, and for more information... Please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan, or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays, 
on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. It's time to get back to the action with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome back, everybody. It's time now for the three stars of tonight's contest. I should say a Sunday night's contest between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Chicago Blackhawks. Welcome back into a special edition of Penguins and Blackhawks post-game show. The Mariana Hossa, or the Marianne Hossa, and Evgeny Malkin. 1,000 game and jersey retirement edition of the podcast post-game show. Now, it's bittersweet that because Chicago did not win this game, but it's great for Evgeny Malkin. Speaking of Evgeny Malkin, Sidney Crosby. All right, let's go to our three stars of the game. Your third star of the game is number 67 of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ricard, Raquel, one goal, one assist, two plus minus, on the ice for 15 minutes and 12 seconds. Your second star, number 71, Afghani Malkin, one goal, no assist, no plus minus, on the ice for 14 minutes and 53 seconds. And your first star, number 87, Sidney Crosby. One goal, three assists, two plus minus on the ice for 17 minutes and 33 seconds. Speaking of Sid, we already heard from Gino earlier, so Evgeny Malkin. Let's hear now from Sid before we hear from our. Chicago Blackhawks that we have yet to hear from. First up for the Blackhawks, Ian Mitchell, followed by Patrick Kane, and Philip Kruzhov. Sorry if I get the name wrong, Philip, but uh, 
I'm trying to get names right as I go along. So sorry if I get the pronunciation wrong. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, it was a great uh, kind of lead up to the game with the warm up and uh, Nikita and Anna being here. And um, yeah, I'm sure it was a lot of thoughts going through his mind today, but uh, to cap it off with the win, I think uh, makes it even extra special. But it was pretty, pretty emotional, you know. Uh, Goes, it goes fast, and, and uh, you know, just happy that we got the win. Yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of got their own deal, their own kind of quirks, and you know, with uh, with my thousandth game, we did the tying the skates, and Gino's got his uh, original moves that he does out there. So I think we just tried to have some fun with that, and. Uh, we talked a lot of, you know, about a lot of different stuff, and that one seemed to make sense, and just uh, really cool to be a part of it. Original movies. Nice yeah. Um, for you, 10 points on this trip, but more importantly, clean sweep, first three-game winning streak of the season. Yeah, something to build off of. I think we were, you know, I think we were more happy with our, our first couple games on the trip than tonight, but we found a way, and you got to do that sometimes, and we got to continue to get better here, but you know we got to continue to string wins together and play the right way, and um, you know just keep it going here. But uh, you know we did a good job just closing it out finally there when we got the lead. That is Sidney Crosby, your captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're gonna try again to give you Nikita Nikita Malkin giving the starting lineup for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the for the Pittsburgh Penguins ahead of the game. But before we do, let's hear from the players on the other side of the ice. Ian Mitchell is the first one that we are going to hear from. He will be followed by Patrick Kane. So here is Ian after the game. I'll tell people to fall behind and, and try to chase the, the yeah, it was tough. Uh, ended up doing a good job in battling back and giving themselves a chance there at the end, but ultimately it wasn't enough. And uh, yeah, frustrated. You want to lose, and we had to pull full house and throw us a big night too. We wanted, we wanted for sure. You guys feel that energy all night? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right from the, the ceremony, very inspirational watching that for I mean, world class player. So um, we saw the building was full right from then. So we were, we were pretty excited to go for sure. Yeah, I mean, we got five, five big players out there, and they had some success in Boston, scored a goal. So, um, I mean, anytime you can throw those five guys over the ice, you give yourself a good chance. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had a chance to practice with the guys at all. So, I mean, those guys have been here all year, and I'm just starting out. So, you kind of have to earn those opportunities. Earn those opportunities. Well, what did you think of the ceremony tonight? Yeah, it was great. It was special. Earn those opportunities. Before we hear from Patrick Kane, let me just say, earn those opportunities. Well, you certainly had a couple of good opportunities for your team, but unfortunately the team fell short. Uh, but 
something to work on, get get back to work and uh look for your look for a way to score. Alright, here comes Patrick Kane and our final Blackhawk to hear from. But before we hear from our final Blackhawk, we are gonna hear once again from Nikita Malkin as Evgeny Malkin as Evgeny Malkin's son, Nikita Malkin. We read the starting lineup before Malkin's one thousandth career NHL game. And it's a very special moment for both sides. Well, what did you think of the ceremony tonight? Yeah, it was great. It was special. I mean, uh, I think a lot of us were looking at each other saying, that's pretty cool. So, uh, happy for Marion and his family. And uh, it's fun to be a part of it. And uh, hope to be a honor. Thanks for you to see some of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Way. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think... Uh, you know, it was uh, amazing times. Um, a lot of great memories. Just, uh, you know, fun to see him because, uh, you know, you're so used to seeing them every day for such a long time. And all of a sudden, you don't really see them much anymore. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, finally seeing him again. It brings a pure excitement and a lot of joy. So, um, great night. I'm especially Is that a challenge for you to be sitting in that chair for like 45 minutes and have to like <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't much of an off-ice but, uh, you know, a little bit different and uh, fun to be a part of it. And uh, I guess to uh, you know, be part of the sacrifice instead of an off-ice for something. What do you think of, uh, of, what do you think of Kobe? Because he always had that pride. Yeah, he has. Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy where we were, uh, where we were sitting. We couldn't really hear him, to be honest with you. So... Sure, it was probably more for uh, for the fans, people with um, you know that were in the crowd. So definitely gonna have to watch it, watch it back, and uh, you know, listen to everything. What was the mindset coming? Okay, here we go. Here is the final man. Here is Philip Kurishev. Sorry if I get the name wrong. Again, I apologize in advance. Sorry if I get the name wrong, but uh, here he is. Here is Philip after the game. On Marianne Hosta night in Chicago. What was the mindset coming Yeah, we, uh, we knew last game was not our best, uh, and we knew this is a really good team of played today. So we had to be ready with a good start, and uh, uh, yeah, I think we did a better job than yesterday, but obviously it wasn't enough. So yeah. Yeah, it was uh, really cool uh, to be a part of something like this. Obviously, uh, I grew up watching uh, him play, and uh, yeah, I really liked how he played the game. So. It was really cool to see all the former players and everyone, and uh, yeah, just experienced this, and uh, we tried to get a win for him. It didn't work, but uh, I think it was, uh, he still enjoyed his night. Hopefully, Marianne still enjoyed his night. Yeah. What a way to end it here. All right.
So we are going to do our look ahead, but before we do that, I do, I promised you Nikita, even if you probably didn't hear him all that well in the first uh, opening. So here we go. We're going to try this again with Nikita. This is Nikita Malkin doing the starting lineup for the Pittsburgh Penguins prior to the game. Very, very emotional night there for Evgeny Malkin after his son reads after his son reads out the draw, the starting lineup. Uh, and if if I've heard correctly, Evgeny Malkin will be honored either during Wednesday's game in Pittsburgh against the Flames. Oops, I just spoiled that up for you. That's okay. Um anyways. Or he could be honored during the game on Saturday night in Pittsburgh. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, a back-to-back also coming up for the Penguins. And with that, before we go to our break, we've got, yeah, you know what time it is. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake. Gensel and his milkshake factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the milkshake factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins milkshake factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout. And keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game. Because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Yep, it is time for... The shake of the game, inspired by Jake Gensel of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And his milkshake factory ad, it is time for the milkshake factory, for the inspired milkshake factory ad segment of our show. 
and it's called the shake of the game. We will have game pucks in our third and final segment. And our player of the game is part of our our second segment today. So, first of all, let's get to our shake of the game. Inspired by Jake Gensel and the Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, whether it's a win, a loss, whatever it is, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Milkshake Factory dealers. Just mention this offer at checkout in Pittsburgh. And keep your eyes on the puck before then during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, you score half off Jake the Shake. Alright, so our Jake of the game is gonna go to Let's give it to let's give it to Malkin. Let's give it to Malkin. One goal, no assist, no plus minus, three shots on goal. No penalty minutes for Malkin. No, no hits. Three blocks for Mal. Uh, yeah, three blocks for Malkin on the ice for 14 minutes and 53 seconds. Two, two giveaways, no takeaways for Malkin, but that's okay. I mean, this is your night, Malkin. You gotta do at least a few things for the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm going to go with Patrick Kane here for the shake of the game. Patrick, you've got the shake of the game here. One goal, no assist, minus one. Six shots on goal, though, for you. No penalty minutes. No. No hit. No block. On the ice for 22 minutes and 16 seconds. You did not give away the puck and you did not turn it over. Sorry, take it take it away, I should say. Alright, everybody. There is the shake of the game. Now we're going to add the player of the game as part of our second segment. And for the Chicago Blackhawks. It's going to be Patrick Kane again with the same things we just mentioned in the shake of the game. He, I feel like he played pretty, pretty well. He, yeah, he was minus one, and that's not a good sign, but. There were a couple other people that were also minus one in this game. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, the player of the game is going to be How about we give it to the captain here? Plus two, three, three assists, one goal, two shots on goal, no penalty minutes, no, no hits, no blocks on the ice for 17 minutes and 33 seconds. 
no giveaways, one takeaway. That's Sidney Crosby, the cat Sidney Crosby, the captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And with that, our second segment has come to a close. I hope you guys are enjoying this special edition of the Sports for Beginners podcast because we're back to wrap it up in our third segment with our look ahead, our player of the game. Sorry, we've done player of the game. We've done shake of the game. We've done three stars. So we're doing game pucks of the game in our third and final segment and our look ahead to what's coming up for the Penguins. I know I meant, I know I may have spoiled it a little bit later. Sorry, a little bit earlier. But uh, yes, the look ahead is next when we come back after this short break. But before we go to break, I do want to mention, guess what? This won't release today on Monday, but this will be recorded on Monday as of the recording of this podcast, November the, November the 21st, 2022. And it is, yes, it is. A celebration to the Toronto Argonauts winning the World Cup. Sorry, not the World Cup. The Grey Cup, I should say. Sorry, not the World Cup. This will release before Thanksgiving football. So right after so even after the Bills and the Lions pregame show releases. We are going to be releasing the celebration show of the, yes, the, you heard me correctly, the Toronto Argonauts as they defeated the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So stick around for that. I will be recording it on this, on today, Monday, November 21st, 2022. And we may have our co-host do a little bit of that on our Friday episode this week. But I'm going to do a short little... Actually, you know what? We'll save the celebration for Friday when we do our next episode. So keep an eye out for that. We will also be doing a solo... I will be doing a solo post-game show after Thanksgiving after the Thanksgiving game between the Bills and the Lions this Thursday, November the 24th, I do believe. Yes, 24th. It is Thanksgiving. I will be doing a post-game show for that. I'll be doing a post-game show before I get, before I release the pre-game show of the Lions and the Bills. special Thanksgiving edition. And that will be the post-game show for the Calgary Flames and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Looks like it's going to be another special night. More on that after the break. Okay, Stay people, tuned. Take a break. Shut down for a half hour. Yes, we will take a break and we'll be right back to the show with Scott McGregor. Post-game, pre-game, whatever you want to call it, we'll be right back. 
Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. Hey, hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is a podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Makes on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host Thomas McGregor myself every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including Spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join, to have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. 
Are you looking for great sports content from media, fans, coaches, and players alike? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, every Friday wherever you get your podcast. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And please feel free to check us out on our Facebook page at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop. And you can follow me on Twitter at scumagregor3, that is scumagregor3, on, and on Instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore. We will cover all things sports, including the NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, OHL, and whatever sport you are into. You name it, we've got it. We may also talk a little bit outside of the sports world. So please, feel free to join us for the ride as our coverage of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, continues. This is our first teaser episode. It's our first trailer of the show. And I am your host, Scott McGregor. And I am always glad to be joined by the host of All Over the Map, Ali Musa, and the host of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast, Thomas McGregor, who is also my brother. So, please feel free to join us whenever you get a chance and make this part of your Friday routine. See you around. It's time to get back to the action with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. tell you who Marion Hosa is. He was really an underestimated player. Good lord. The two-way player that he was. Every single time he took the ice, something was going to happen. There's not too many players that, that have come along uh, with his combination of size, speed, uh, ability to score. He's one of the, the greatest players of, of his generation. He was like a bull in a china shop. He definitely had that competitive fire. He never took a day off. And just his presence in the lineup made us a much better team. A guy that anytime he spoke up, you're going to listen to. Just extremely humble for, for such a talented superstar. He just exemplified class. Ice. The way you should be as a pro athlete and an NHL player. And people fell in love with Harry Nelson. I think it's got to go down as one of the best free agent signing in the history of the NHL. He's been to the finals back to back seasons with two different teams. That might have been the greatest thing about signing him is that I didn't have to play against him anymore. This Hall of Famer shows up and everything changed. We had a very young team. So to have a guy like Marion Hosa come in, you know it's going to help in a lot of ways. Transforming us from a, a team on the rise to a team to be a contender. He's probably the piece of puzzle at home. We wanted to win it for Marion. We wanted to be the team that did it. They knew they were good. Now they're special. I don't think it was a coincidence that we won the cup the next year. And now it's in the net. They score! And there's the champion! The Hawks win the Stanley Cup! And finally, he can hold the Stanley Cup. Oh, man. And there was the So 
you ask yourself the question, does any of that happen without Marianne Holson? When the end of his career came around, it's, it felt too soon. We'll have Marion Hosa officially sign his one-day contract to retire a Chicago Blackhawk. Well, when you raise a number to the Raptors, that's a lifetime achievement for future fans that grow up and, and get to uh, see that number hanging up there. Best 81 that I can remember. Anybody else putting the jersey on to see another 81 it would seem odd to me. Definitely is one of the most uh, impressive athletes I've, I've ever played with. I can say I got to play with Marion Hosa. He's one of uh, the great Blackhawks and he should be on the field. It's not the longevity of how long Marion played here. It's the impact that he had while he was here. I don't know why anybody would question his the number going up into the rafters. It's exactly where it belongs. Five-time National Hockey League All-Star and one of the most prolific scorers in the NHL today, number 81, Marianne Hossa. We're looking forward to the, you know, time in Chicago and uh, with a great organization. Everybody's going to remember the Nashville series. It was absolutely, ridiculously incredible. It's moments like those that, you know, you can really remember and really define you as a team. This is true happiness, true emotion, and you can see that in the face of Marion Hosef. He was the final critical piece that propelled an up-and-coming young roster to greatness. The effort, commitment, and professionalism he brought to the ice, night in and night out, it never wavered. The Chicago Blackhawks have been in the National Hockey League for almost a century. Marion Hosta was the first player to ever don the number 81. And he will be the last. When that banner takes its place among all the other greats in franchise history, his legacy will be rightfully cemented forever. There is only one 81. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. This is the final segment of the show. There is only one, number 81. That's the edition of the podcast here today. On Monday, November 21st, 2022, I am your host, Scott McGregor, welcoming you back into the show. We're going to do game pucks in just a second. Uh, we're going to look ahead to the to what's coming up for the Blackhawks and the Pittsburgh Penguins in just a moment as well. But my goodness, fans, I mean, 
I kind of want to put a question out here, so I'm going to do so now. My question to you Blackhawk fans and Pen and Penguins fans, whoever is a fan of this man, Marianne Hosa. What is your favorite Marianne Hosa moment? Whether he was a Blackhawk, a Penguin, or on any other team in the National Hockey League. So, again, the question is, what is your favorite Marianne Hosta moment? And congratulations to Marianne having his jersey hang from the Raptors in, from the Raptors in the United Center forever. It was a beautiful, beautiful night for Marianne. Hopefully he enjoyed his night. As much as the Penguins enjoyed getting the win, it's a little bittersweet for the for the Chicago Blackhawks. Obviously, they would have wanted to win for Marianne, for Marianne, but they did not. They fall 5-3, the final score, at the United Center on Sunday night. But it's also it's also a special night for the Penguins, number 71. Evgeny Malkin. And with that all being said, I mean, congratulations to Evgeny Malkin playing in his 1,000th career NHL game. I mean, I, I think everybody knew, but just to be sure, uh, that uh, Evgeny will be honored in one of the games at PBG Paints Arena for his 1,000th goal. Sorry, his 1,000th NFL career, sorry, NHL career game. Oh, I've uh, lost my train of thought there. Oh, okay, anyways, 1,000th NHL career hockey game. Congratulations to him on that. But Marianne, Marianne Jose, you had a great year. And now to see your jersey hanging from the rafters in Chicago, Illinois in the United Center. I mean, what more can you say about your your legacy and your career? It was, uh, it was good to see you in the game. I mean, I didn't get to see a lot of your games, but it was it was good to see you out there on the ice and bring your grit and your determination every game that you were in. Night in, night out, and it never wavered. All right, everybody. Let's get down to what we're back here for this segment for. So, game pucks. Game pucks. I mean, with it being a special night, why not give it to the man that wasn't on the ice, Marion Hosta for the Chicago Blackhawks. And we're going to give it to Chris Letang. No, uh, no goals in the game for Letang. Two assists. One plus minus for Latang in the game today. One one shot on goal. Went to the box for two minutes. Had one hit. Three blocks. On the ice for 22 minutes and two seconds. And only gave the puck away twice, but did not take it away. That's okay. But, I mean, again, for the Blackhawks, I want to give the game puck to the man, the man that was not on the ice tonight for the Chicago Blackhawks, but 
but did have a beautiful, beautiful ceremony in the at the beginning of the game. So Marian Hosa, you have the game puck today on this segment. And before we get to the look ahead, I just want to say once again, congratulations. Your jersey now belongs in the rafters where it truly does belong as one of the all-time great Chicago Blackhawks to ever wear the uniform. And again, there is only one, number 81. All right, everybody. Coming up for the Penguins. I mentioned it's a back-to-back for the Penguins coming up. They will play the Flames on Wednesday night, the eve of Thanksgiving in Pittsburgh. Then they will play the first of many this season of of the Battle of Pennsylvania. It's the Flyers and the Penguins at 5.30 Eastern on Sportsnet. That's on November the 25th. Then the Penguins meet the Maple Leafs for the final time this season in Pittsburgh on November 26th. And then the Hurricanes are in town on November 29th. Before December kicks in for Chicago coming up. Wednesday, they play the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks play the Stars in Dallas at 8.30. On Friday, they play. The the Blackhawks play the Canadians at 2 o'clock in Chicago. And on Sunday, they play the Jets in Chicago at 7. And they're not done there. On the 30th of November, they play Connor McDavid and Connor McDavid and the Oilers at 9.30 on November the 5th. I'm sorry, November the 30th, excuse me, not November 5th. And then December 3rd, they begin on the road against the Rangers in the Big Apple. For the Penguins, they begin December at home against the Golden Knights on December the 1st. All right, everybody, that's going to do it here today on the podcast. Reminder, it's a special Friday edition of our ep- of our next episode. It's episode 14, and it's another Grey Cup uh, episode for you. Now, the Grey Cup has come and gone, but we're going to be celebrating. As much as we're going to be talking NFL and NBA, NHL, and MLB offseason, we're going to be celebrating the Toronto Argonauts victory over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on Sunday. So stick around for that. Congratulations once again to Marian Hosa, his jersey number 81. There is only one number 81. 
will hang from the rafters in the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. And congratulations to Evgeny Malkin playing in his 1,000 career NHL hockey game. Congratulations to the Penguins on completing a perfect road trip as they shut out the Jets on Saturday. Win on Sunday 5-3 over the Blackhawks. And they took a W in the Twin Cities in Minnesota on Thursday. I am your host, Scott McGregor, reminding you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And please, please stick around for special Grey Cup edition of episode 14 of the Sports for Beginners podcast. And also, we will have a special Thanksgiving edition of Buffalo Bills and Detroit Lions pre-game and post-game. All coming up this week on the podcast. We'll catch you on the other side, but again, I want to remind everybody that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Thank you for tuning in to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast. Send a message to anchor.fm slash scott-mcgregor-sports and follow Scott at scottmcgregor3 on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice. But thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Hey, hockey fans. With the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you so whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck or driving to the school to learn something new in life makes on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast and join me, your host, 
Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the ice and behind the benches is the Neighboring Podcast, to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our Neighboring Podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing.